time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Well, hello there and welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, serving you in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. Find us online by going to greensbororetirement.com or search for the Retirement Roadmap podcast wherever you listen to shows. Glenn, great to have you with us once again. Hopefully you have avoided the cold bug, unlike I was able to do here in this new year. Yeah, I've been pretty lucky, Walter. Uh, you know, it's um, you know, my wife wasn't so lucky. You know, she she's uh, been battling it. You know, it, it's like she thought she was rid of it, and then it came back, and she's actually going to the doctor again today. So, but um, you know, not not awful, but just like like that, and it just won't go away for her. You know, it's just like that head cold and chest cold and and stuff. But I I've I've been very knock on wood. I, I've avoided it thus far. So uh, I'm kind of nervous talking about it because <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get it. My uh, my dad had it and he was like, you know, I've got the same thing as my wife. Like she's been sick for this long. These were her symptoms. And then I got sick, you know, about six days after she got sick. I'm four days into it. Can you just give me the same stuff you gave her to help her out? They're like, no, you haven't been sick long enough to be able to get antibiotics and that sort of thing. He's right. like, oh, man. So, you know, he had to wait a couple more days and then go back in and be like, see, okay, it's not going away. Give give me the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, drives him crazy. And, of course, my wife, who is a nurse practitioner now, and she's just rolling her eyes like there's reasons we have these rules, you know. (laughs) It's just too too funny, though. Um, In any event, hopefully uh, folks won't mind my voice sounding a little nasally today, and hopefully I don't transmit anything through the microphone to you, Glenn, and you can stay nice and healthy here in 2020. (laughs) Well, we've got a fun show today. We're talking about some of the, uh, the FAQs of retirement, some of the most popular asked questions about retirement. We try to take these questions from different angles. Every couple of months, it seems, we're diving into an episode similar to this, Glenn. So I've got a couple of scenarios, a couple of questions to ask you, and I'm sure that some of these will resonate with folks who are listening to the show today. They may have even had these exact questions in their own mind before. And so, Glenn, I know that a common retirement topic is taxes. And let's say I come into your office and I ask you about the tax implications of rolling over my 401k. A lot of things uh, that people hear about in retirement planning have to do with rolling over a 401k. So let's say that's on my agenda. Uh, But I also don't really like the investment options in my 401k. I don't want to roll it over and get hit with a tax bill I wasn't expecting. Are there really no tax implications of doing that? So, well, Walter, you have to understand this. It's like if you're doing a a rollover, you know, you have your 401k, it's a uh, pre-tax dollars, right? I mean, money has gone in, you know, before paying taxes. So everybody's always concerned. Well, I don't want to take that out and get hit with the big tax bill. So a rollover makes uh, sometimes makes folks nervous. And if it's done properly, then, you know, there, there won't be tax implications on that transfer or that rollover into a traditional IRA. And because you're, you're just moving from one tax deferred vehicle to another, you know, so if you, if it's a direct transfer from, from one institution to the other, i.e. your, your 401k provider to another company that, that will, you know, hold the money for your traditional IRA, then that's a non-taxable event. 
course, things become taxable as you take it out. You know, if you take start taking money out of your out of your IRA later down the line, you know, then 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 there'll be a distribution, and then that would be you know taxable income. But if you're moving it from tax deferred um, account to tax deferred account, and it's going from institution to institution, then you don't really have anything to worry about there. If they were to write the check directly to you, well, then you know it gets a little bit into the weeds, and there is definitely some taxes that have to be held out and and then you know there's ways of you know fixing that but it's it gets messy so when folks are thinking about doing a a rollover as long as they dot their i's and cross their t's you know and like i say the big thing is is if it goes institution to institution then you know that um, that goes a long way of making sure that it, it goes properly and like you say if you if you move to an ira you know you have other choices right you don't have to just choose just from the menu that is there within the 401k so it's uh it is a concern for folks obviously you you want to be you want to know what you're doing with monies that are inside of an account that has not yet been taxed but um you know if going from one tax deferred to another directly you you know that's not a taxable event and that's not something that you really need to worry about you do need to do, make sure that you dot your i's and cross your t's though and, and work with with the professional that knows what they're doing and making sure that that that, that transaction happens properly a really big part of it sounds like it's uh, just you know very procedural making sure it that is. you do that that's exactly right do the that's right exactly paperwork right. is what a lot of that comes down to interesting not as complicated as maybe others may make it sound uh, since we're talking about frequent retirement questions frequently asked retirement questions here glenn let's say i'm a little worried because it seems like all my friends have a lot more money saved for retirement than I do. We're always looking around at our loved ones, our friends, and those at work and those around us and seeing what their status is, not just about money, but certainly that might be part of the equation as well. If I'm lagging behind my friend circle, is that a bad sign for me? Well, that particular situation is, is you know, it's always an interesting question because, like you say, I mean, a lot of people kind of measure themselves against, you know, well, their peers or, you know, other people in their family or, or this or that. First of all, is, is, you know, I mean, a lot of times, you know, folks, you know, will embellish what they really have. <laughs> and so maybe you're not lagging behind as much as you thought you were, you know, on one hand. On the other hand, let's say that you are. Let's say that they haven't embellished that and you are behind. And I guess the question is, is that, you know, okay, well, does that make a difference? Because it's we're talking about your retirement versus their retirement. And so what are your needs for retirement and retirement income? You know, um, you, you know, sometimes you have situations where somebody's lagging behind of how much they've saved, but maybe they have a pension and the other person that has more money saved in their 401k, you know, um, doesn't have a pension. You know, maybe you know, you have a spouse that uh, that has other resources or maybe you have other monies saved or maybe you're going to inherit something. So it's always a you know, it's, it's never a one size fits all. The other thing that comes to mind too, Walter, is is just that different people have different levels of, you know, of, of lifestyle that they want to live at. And so it's not necessarily a, a magic number that everybody needs to have saved. It's how much do you need in, in, in retirement to live the life that you want to live? And do you have enough saved for that? And that I think that's a more appropriate question to be asking yourself versus, well, I've got this compared to somebody else. Well, you know, somebody else's life and lifestyle doesn't necessarily equate to yours and what you want. So it's, you know, you, you, you really have to look at your particular situation and decide, okay, well, you know, this is the lifestyle I want to live. I need to have this much income. Do I have enough saved in order to achieve that? 
Does that make sense, Walter? It does make sense. So we've hit taxes. We've talked a little bit about, you know, money saver retirement, playing the comparison game. Let's turn our attention, Glenn, to another common or frequent retirement question. Let's say I'm, uh, I don't know, let's pick mid-50s or so, and I don't have a ton saved for retirement right now, but... I own my own business and I'm having a really big year. Let's say it's the best I've ever had and I'm going to have some really big profits that I can invest for retirement. Where does somebody who maybe has kind of been using their business to save for retirement or has just been kind of waiting to start pouring money into retirement accounts, what are their options? Are they a little bit different than somebody who's been just sort of consistently contributing throughout their working life? There's much different planning in that situation. Business owners, you know, have uh, have different um, challenges and opportunities at the same time, right? I mean, there's more risk in running your own business, and there potentially can be more rewards. Sometimes those rewards come, you know, you know, much later, and suddenly, like you say, you know, you have all you have a lot here, you know, and and it's like suddenly it's like, okay, now what do I do? Well, there's some tax planning and, and different structures that you can do, you know, possibly, you know, you know, creating a pension plan. You know, it, it's really just what the, the key is, is sitting down with somebody who understands those retirement choices and the, and the types of accounts that you could potentially set up, you know, and how to how to do that and how to structure that in such a way that, you know, that you're going to be OK and be able to, uh, you know, have efficient tax planning everybody should, you know, should pay the you know the amount of taxes they really owe but you know you you want to make sure that you're not overpaying just because you don't know you know what your choices are and what your options are the other thing too is is thinking about you know people who have a business you know, oftentimes, you know, you have to be thinking along the lines of, you know, what's your succession plan? You know, do you have kids that might want to take over? Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. You know, do you have, you know, somebody who's been like, your, you know, one of your, you know, your key employees that maybe they want to take over the business or buy you out or something like that? And and that can be, you know, that, you know, structured, you know, sale of your business could end up being part of your retirement plan as well. There's, there's a lot of different uh, possibilities there. Um, it really just depends upon you and your in your particulars and you know and, and that kind of thing but the key is is starting with a conversation with somebody who really understands you know how you can structure that and be efficient with it and create the you know the future that you want to once you're you know you decide to pull the trigger and you know and, and retire you know how do you, you know, how do you make those resources last and and give you the kind of life that you want to have and the legacy you want to have Definitely good to recognize that it takes a little bit different approach and angle, though, if that has been your situation, but also not a situation where all hope is lost either. So uh, you have to think about that as you're preparing for retirement, uh, no matter your strategy up until this point. Uh, one more frequently asked retirement question for you, Glenn. Uh, let's say that my uh, my folks bought a whole life insurance policy for my daughter when she was born. So we've got three generations entering the question here, and we've been paying on this policy ever since my folks passed away. She's about to graduate, the daughter. Should we keep paying on the policy or not? Because let me tell you what, it's a whole life policy. It's not very cheap. Right. Right. Well, I mean, again, it's a, you know, we we'd want to have a little bit more details of that as to, you know, what, you know, what is the death benefit? What's the cash value? You know, what is you know, the health of your daughter? You know, there, there's a, there's a lot of pieces of that puzzle, you know, and also what is the, you know, you know, going forward, you know, is there marriage soon or, there, you know, is it maybe, you know, is there going to be, you know, uh, you know, kids, grandkids? 
there's a lot of pieces to that puzzle. I mean, you either if there's value that's been there for you know that's been building for a while, you know there might be you know there might be reasons to hold on or possibly just evaluate and say, well, you know, golly, maybe maybe this isn't the right policy, but maybe cashing it out isn't necessarily the right answer either. Sometimes you can do you know uh, what's called a 1035 exchange, which is kind of like a rollover of you know of sorts where you transfer the value you know inside of an insurance policy into a new insurance policy that maybe is structured a bit differently you know maybe towards the needs that you have today versus what what they were you know in years gone by and that can be done you know in, a, in an effective way to you know to make sure that it's not a taxable event and those kinds of things I often hear ta- you know hear stories where folks come into the office or just and you know in, in conversation where folks say yeah we had this old policy and we really didn't see any need for it so we cashed it out and you know golly we didn't expect it but there was there were some taxes there and, and so forth and maybe you know in, in hindsight maybe we shouldn't have done that or maybe there would have been other choices but we just didn't know and so I would always you know encourage folks it's like let's you know just explore what what are your choices first you know, before you, you know, take action and, you know, and, and, and close out something because there, like I say, there might be reasons to hold on to it. Um, there's, there's never a one size fits all. So let's start with a conversation and figure out, you know, is there reasons to do this or that, or, or you know, what, what are the priorities today and, um, and what makes sense for the longer term planning as well as the short term planning. All important considerations to have. So there you have it. A couple of different angles uh, from which to approach some of these frequently asked retirement questions. And you can ask your own questions to Glenn if you have some of these things on your mind, by the way, by reaching out by calling 336-291-3535. If you've got a retirement question on your mind that you'd like answered or want to come in for a complimentary review of your financial plan, Glenn is certainly there for you. Again, he's got an office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. 336-291-3535, the number to call. Or check us out online at greensbororetirement.com. You can click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page and schedule a time to meet at your convenience. Just from your smartphone or computer, go to greensbororetirement.com and look at the bottom of the page for the free consultation button and you can make it happen. Glenn, thanks for answering some of these important questions for us and we'll look forward to talking with you once again on the next edition of the show. Fantastic, Walter. Talk to you soon. Always enjoy it. That's Glenn Mosseller. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll look forward to talking to you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap. 